Have you been enjoying the adventures of our characters in Rumble Squad and Serviceable Plots? Or getting into the nitty-gritty rules for 5th edition? Support us on Patreon. By contributing as little as $1 a month, you'll get to hear exclusive content and updates before anyone else. Our higher-level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, and even a chance to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. Yes, you can hear our silly, out-of-character shenanigans, and even cause some of your own by influencing the story. Our producer-tier patrons listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to our producer-tier patrons, Matt Fry and Johnny Torres, for serving as producers on this episode. We also want to thank our adventure-tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, Feral Joe, Mosiru, Grimfuse, and a Linux fan. To join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. By joining our patrons, you enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. And if you're not able to support D&D Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Next week will be Serviceable Plots, Episode 28. Join us now for Rumble Squad, Episode 26. You're a sweet liar. Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Orc Fireforge, the Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric. Hi, I'm Jane, and I will be playing Nissa Turin, the Gnome Arcane Trickster Rogue. I'm Nick, and I will be playing Leuven Cromdell, the Half-Elf Alchemist Artificer. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Elaine Fox, the Human Barbarian Druid. Last time, the party ventured deeper into the ruins of Neverhelm, and once again found Rydot waiting for them in the vault. With their allies, Demean and the Pummel Patrol, the group battled the Spellweaver and his Gru allies. Thanks to a javelin of lightning, a lantern of revealing, and some holy hammers, Rydot eventually fell before Rumble Squad. Meanwhile, Nissa and Eren had been making the five-day trip to Orenthal in order to learn what new job awaited them. So, first we're going to jump over to you, Nissa, as you approach the gates of Orenthal. Around the city are acres of lush farmland, well-tended and immaculate. The dirt road is well-trodden but carefully maintained, and as you approach, the road transitions to sturdy cobblestone. The thick stone wall of the city rises up to meet you, and you can see the age of the walls, with different types of stone patchwork from visible repairs. Guards in silver and red march in formation along the top, a visible display of the structure and order of the empire, and past the wall, you can see the tops of the massive round towers of the Adamantine Palace as they catch the light of the setting sun. Ahead lies the large stone gates, currently open with a queue for visitors, and people from all walks of life are waiting to be checked in. As you approach, it takes a little bit of time. There's a lot of people getting into the city right now. You continue to approach, and eventually you are asked to step aside so that uh, you can present your paperwork to... One of the guards there, a uh, human man, very plainly dressed in the silver and red that's common of the royal guards of the city. Names? Nissa Turin, and I hand my paperwork over. Aaron Turin? There's a pause, and the guard, who was like just looking at the paper, just looks up at both of you. 
member of the Staff Federation. Uh, welcome. And uh, both of you are originally from Oenthal, I see here. Is that correct? That's right, yep. Why'd you leave Oenthal originally? I had a job that took me to Vicentheos and the area around there. I finished the job, I have now returned. Vicentheos, I'm not familiar with that place, but all is well, I suppose, then. Well, welcome back to Oranthal. You came at a good time. Feast day of Astalda is tomorrow, so hands your paperwork back. Hope you uh, enjoy yourselves. I'm sure we will. Thank you. And he steps to the side and just gestures you to into the city and starts to gesture to the next people in line. You'd be arriving between the Debris and the Gold Petal Gardens districts. So you know the district off to your left is where it houses the massive schools Oxiaras, which Aaron kind of wanted to go, but knew that she didn't have the money. And to the right is the primarily temple district. There's lots of different housing and all of that for uh, many members of the government that live there and many different shops that reside there. As you enter the city, Aaron's going to go, so, um, I mean, it's late. We don't have a lot of time to actually go and do what we're supposed to, but I was thinking, I don't know, it's been a while since I left, but is our old place still available? Has been torn down, right? I don't think so. At least it wasn't last time I was here. How long has it been? It's been months since you've been in Orenthal, right? Oh, it feels like too long. She looks around. It's good to be back. Well, let's hurry. And she starts to run. Hey, wait, wait. I've only got little legs. So you continue to move. You move past the Gold Petal Gardens, circling around the Regency District, uh, passing between inns and taverns on your right and the massive stone walls to your left in order to get to the Low Hills District, returning back to the poorest district in the city. Business and homes here are packed in tight, side by side, little to no room between them. Even as the sun is setting, you do know there is still sunlight in the sky, but it is pretty much dark due to how tightly packed and how tall most of the buildings here are. And very few people right now can be seen roaming the streets. You hear a lot of noise coming from the various taverns nearby, but overall in the actual streets themselves, people seem to be trying to hurry to make their way home. Are you heading straight for your old spot? Yeah, I think so. Considering it's kind of late and it is a bit dangerous to be out this late, yeah, probably just straight to the old spot. Everyone's usually like was on high alert and looking around all the time, like, Innocentheos and then the Rigorum and all of that. Here, she's looking around, but it's much more comfortable and more familiar with everything. I was like, oh yeah, we could totally get pickpocketed here, but I'm more aware of what's going on around me because I don't need to focus as much. Yeah. You eventually find the cellar doors, basically, that allow you to get into this uh, little basement of this abandoned building. And Aaron just plops down and like, oh, I'm tired. I'm not used to walking this much. <laughs> we rest today and tomorrow... I've got to go and do official stuff with the Staff Federation, but I should be able to meet you back up. Do you want to say at the Drunken Duck? Sure, yeah. Don't get into too much trouble tomorrow. And she's staring at you a little concerned. I can't promise, but I'll try not to. Okay. I mean, if you want to spend some time doing something you can make some coin at, there is dagger throwing competitions throughout the day, I heard. Yes, please. Okay. And she seems to, like, visibly relax. I mean, what could you possibly imagine I would do? I don't know on a day like tomorrow. Don't remind me. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of reminders tomorrow. That's why I'm just a little concerned. Yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. And she, like, whispered, And Oscar, you keep her in her place. You nibble or something if she starts to get out of hand. Hey, I was trying to get him out of nibbling. 
he picks it out of the pocket. Looks up at you. <laughs> I pet him. All right, so you give him a little scratch behind the ears and retire for the evening. So, over the next two days is the Feast of Astalda. Overall, over the next few days, you have some downtime. What would you like to do? The armor I have on has the Yadamine symbol on it. If I think I can use it to my advantage, I may leave it. The Iron Fist District has a lot of dwarves there. A lot of blacksmith dwarves. Could be useful. Maybe leave it if you want to try and get those discounts. I'll leave it. <laughs> you are, for now, keeping the armor as is. Yep. I wanted to um, also do a little tinkering, because obviously been through stressful times, had a lot behind her, probably got a lot ahead of her as well, so maybe just focus in and just de-stress a little and tinker on and make a little clockwork toy. How good are you trying to make Are you trying to do it for, like, impressive or just for the sake of doing it? Just for the sake of doing it, I think, at this point. It'll take you, like, an hour or two just to kind of craft this little, like, little toy that can just, like, walk about. I'm going to make a tiny cat. Okay. So you can wind this up and its little legs kind of rotate and just shift it forward and it wobbles back and forth as it walks forward. Cool. If I can make two this time, I'll try and make the second one decent. Okay. Roll a Tinker's Tools check. 20 total. The first one you, you made, and it, you know, it does a little wobble just because, like, you know, trying to balance it and all that. Um, is this one also a cat? Yeah. This one, like, while its legs rotate in order for the movements to get it to move in a straight line, there's, like, no wobble to it. It's also quieter. Sweet. So you have a regular clockwork cat, and you have a quieter clockwork cat, as well as your music boxes. Excellent. Day two which is still the second part of the Feast of Astalda. As much as I'd like to avoid it further, I cannot. I have some shinies I would like to try and sell. I also want to check in with Lyle and check in with the Shadow Walls. As far as the shinies go, first roll an investigation check. 17 total. Then roll a persuasion check. 15? Are you trying to sell all of your items? Yeah. You go to the Iron Fist District. One of the, the dwarves there is kind of just inspecting the various items. I'll give you 40 gold for the lot. 50? You have a deal. 50 is a lot on ya. They're worth it though, man. They're good pieces. Look how beautiful these are. Uh, not much I can do with the gem, but the metal is good metal. Also not from any design I've seen around here in the Empire. 48. 50. You think you can get a better deal somewhere else? If I had the time... Maybe, but I don't. I have lots of errands to run. Fine, 48. All right. He will take the pieces and give you 48 gold. Sweet. So that takes you a good bit of time. But as you're traveling through the city, like even getting to the shop, it was tough to get to the shop. You see people like doing one-on-one -on -one combat. You see a couple like so many arm wrestling competitions in the Iron Fist. Some just drinking competitions, but there doesn't seem to be anyone actually like competing really it's just a couple of people drinking it's just dwarves just throughout the day overall anything else you want to be doing during the time span that the festival is going on probably it's just avoiding the festival as much as possible and i will if possible check in with the shadow wolves and with lyle okay so now to jump over to luvin elaine and Oric in the vault of neverhelm with Damien and their friends the pummel patrol as they're finishing their long rest and conversing with their companions after a hard-fought battle against Rydot. 
Yazgos, do you have any spell slots left? Uh, I, I figure I could take the same shift as you when you're on guard, and I could do that painting we were talking about. Oh, you're talking about any does the dancing lights again. This? I can just do this. It seems to be innate amongst my people. Then, yeah, if you don't mind, I'd love to take the same shift. I mean, that's fine by me. I have no problem with that. At one point during the, all this, as, as you guys are moving about, Yazgos is going to, like, just kind of tap you a little bit. Elaine. Then gesture to a, to a corner. So, this group, we're probably going to have to be heading out not too long. I'm concerned that they're here. Part of the reason I know about them, I'll, I'll tell you this much, is one of our neighboring cities, towns, basically, they're led by a warrior like Zealot, and rumor has it from a few old soldier friends of mine that these Gru have been spotted amongst their ranks. Other than down below, I've never seen Gru this close to the surface, and we've made a few excursions close up, but... And the fact that none of you know any what these things are just goes to show me that they're not coming up here, so they're not coming from the surface and going down. Is that right? As far as I know, they're definitely not natural to anywhere I've been. I've heard of aberrations and monstrosities and all sorts of things in the Underdark that just are in the Underdark, but Gru are not one of them. Gru is something new. Look, you look like you're the one that keeps... When you're not in a blind rage, tend to keep these guys on the straight and narrow most of the time. At least from what I can see. Yes! From one fighter to another, one warrior to another. The fact that they're coming to the surface, you're going to want to be careful. I think these Gru are just one of many. Yeah, if everything that's going on in a surface is most likely bleeding down to the Underdark, you're going to have a lot more to deal with as well. I like a good challenge, but... This guy, this Rydot guy was... Oh, that was rough. Third time's a charm, though. Third time, huh? Like I said, we were not fans of him. That little dimension door business, not a fan. I get that. Inca's got his uses. And there's a brief moment of, hey, from across the room. And just like a wave of just like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just a heads up. I figure we'll stick around here for a while. We still have some, uh, look for some magic items. I mean, three of you have definitely earned those. And, I mean, we didn't, we're not going back empty-handed, and he taps his sword. Well, there is the other passageway we haven't actually looked down. Once we've all kind of recovered and gotten a good breather, maybe we could take a quick peek down there. Yeah, I'd definitely like to take a look once we've had a chance to recover. You know, big sweet and all. Tend to see her as our calm center of this group, but she's not combat-hardened. I worry about her sometimes. I'm sure you do about your own friends here. Yeah, I mean... They're good people. Little overexcited about some things. Leuven, right? I'm talking about both. Uh, the whole Yadamine, that's not really my thing, but eh, to each his own. You get used to it. I hear a lot about Vumera. I'm just guessing it's similar, just less flower and trees and more steel and smith. Yup. I think I got you then. Well, just figured I'd let you know what our plans are going forward. Our plans, as far as I know, is to do some more investigation, and I'll make kind of a gesture over to Demean. He has instructions from the Staff Federation. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. Sorry, doesn't ring a bell. They mostly focus on extraplanar threats, if that gives you a hint as to why we're kind of traveling with this guy looking. But yeah, once he has what he needs, or at least we've gotten him as far as we can take him, 
Demean over there has his instructions, and then we are... I'm not really sure what our next big plan is. I'm sure, uh, as Yopig would say, Vumera will guide you. Or you'll just figure something out, one or the other. Yeah, one or the other. But if you and your, your party are ever up on the surface or near enough to the surface to get word, like I said, I owe Inca for sure a pint, but it would be good to share a pint with all of you. <sighs> That's for sure. We've been down moving about for 11, 12 days now, so it'd be nice to get back home at some point, but yeah, we got a job to do, right? Shorter time than we've had. We're on three weeks now? Oh, boy. Well, get paid well for this. That's all I can say. We'll see about that. All right. I guess one of us better get back to the watch. Let everybody else rest for a bit. And saunters off. I had a spare shield in my bag of holding. What I wanted to do is try and refurbish that using my channel divinity. Basically, what I want to try and do is make a superior shield to the one that Yazgos has. I would like a Smith's Tools check. 24. So as you are channeling your divine magics into the shield, you do catch out of the corner of your eye. Inca just shaking his head and just says, needs the help of a god. Can't do it on his own. But in the end, it looks just a little bit better. Yeah. So I I was going to give him the shield as thanks for helping us out. And as a bit of marketing for the Holy Forge Company in the Underdark. He looks at the shield and I appreciate that. Thank you, Orin. Hey, I'm glad I could show you some of my smithing skills. That's quite impressive. I'm glad you think so. It's only through Yadimine's graces and my fine dwarven training that I'm able to perform these well. And it'd take me quite easily ten times as long to craft a shield like this. Yes, through Yadimine's blessing, all things are possible. Thank you, Oric. And he straps it to his arm and, like, tests the weight of it. You got the feel of it just the same. You have a good eye. I, I, I do try. I appreciate it. Maybe one day I can return the favor. What's your preferred weapon? Well... I do perform my Warhammer when I have to get my hands dirty. Otherwise, there's always the spell. I'll see what I can do one of these days. Maybe once we're back on the surface or something. Well, be sure to spread the word of the Holy Forge Company down in the Underdark. We serve all kinds. Roll persuasion with advantage. It's a total of six. I'll tell any who will listen. Thank you. Sincerely. Oracle looked very pleased with himself. I would just approach Luvin. So I know you do art. Have you ever considered tattoos? Tattoos? The body as a canvas. Can't say I have, but I've definitely seen tattoo artists here and there, and I'm impressed by their work. Might be a skill you might want to pick up. I might be, uh, looking to improve this landscape, and, uh... Well, what'd you have in mind? We could sketch something out right now and talk about concepts. It's more of a general idea to start with, but the spirits have been speaking to me a bit more and I feel the need to put their story down somehow to carry it with me so that seems like a a good way to honor them so the tattoo has kind of a deeply spiritual naturey kind of thing yep I know when we were in the boulders territory he made a comment that you know the, the way I look at things because of arcane magic and everything being just so, being a formula you can exactly pin down is not 
conducive to some of the nature stuff. So maybe we could talk through that and, and, and maybe this design would actually help me learn a bit more about how to be more one with that kind of vibe. Something we could work out. Obviously, it's not something to do here, and I'm sure you'd have to get the right tools and inks and things, but figured you have the artistic ability. I obviously don't want it looking like my stick figure drawings. Yeah, I'm happy to try my hand at that. Maybe at some point also, I could train with you a bit and just learn maybe how to use a shield. Just to, some, something to try out, see if I like it. Sure. I have no formal training. It's more it's instinctual for me, but I could try to help you out with it for sure. Not getting hurt as easily seems like something that I would value going forward. That's fair. But yeah, I'll, I'll start thinking about the logistics of the tattoo thing. And if you have any like input here or there, just come let me know. We'll, we'll jot down some designs. Sounds good. If I can chat with Yazgos, do some painting of the, of the lights and even just ask him about the sword a little bit, the magical sword and just show curiosity as an artificer. As far as the sword goes, I mentioned he found it while they were down here, off of one of the many bodies. <laughs> Seems to hit a little harder than normal. Okay, cool. Well, that at least gives me some visualization of maybe what I would eventually like to craft, too. And, you know, I, I, I thank him for sharing that. Like, he'll go through a few motions of it just to show you, like, how it works. And then he'll take a dagger that he has and show you kind of a, the essential difference in how it is. It just seems to guide more. But he'll also do the the dancing lights and have them like swirl around you a bit for a second and go around the room. They're like little night lights that, that's that swirl in color and up just tries to make a really convincing painting. Go ahead and roll. You have painters tools. I do. We'll make this charisma based. That is a natural 20 total 30. Describe the scene. What did you capture? During one of the tricks Yazgos is doing, just in this really already very thematic room, this circular structure that makes the lights bounce off in very different ways than other rooms might, it just illuminates certain parts of the walls and, and the floor, and it's just awash with color. And there's a bit of a light trail as the orbs are moving in a pattern, kind of a dancing with each other, almost like you would picture a s synchronized swimming or an air show or something. Yazgos takes a look at it with, when you're done and just like, wow. And you do this for a hobby. This isn't your main form of pay. I um was in the Painter's Guild for a, a short time. I, I considered it as a career path, but we had some, um, I guess, philosophical differences. Yazgos pauses and walks over to Inca, and you just kind of hear him say, Just give it to them. Fine. He comes over to you, Luvin. Hey, so we found more than one magic item while we've been down here so far. Oh, congratulations. And just in case, you see him like kind of reach into his robe, pulls out a small stone, and gestures towards you. If you ever need to let us know anything. We weren't sure when we were going to give this to you yet. We thought about the person who hired, but t take it before change my mind. I reach out to it, my hand kind of shaking and like, yeah, I, I, I do take it. Wow. Thank you. I look forward to keeping in touch with all of you. Yazgo's kind of nods and just, we weren't sure who we should give it to yet. You seem worth the effort to keep in touch. We travel a lot. You all seem to as well. Anyways, come on. We're awake. Let's do stuff. 
Well, for now, you guys have to take care of this room with all of its things. I'm going to take up sentry by the, the stairs coming up to the door, basically. Yao's ghost is looking around like, I'll keep watching with you. Yopig, you've noticed, like, has been kind of quiet, but is just staring at the item that resembles kind of this bow and oak tree kind of imagery. Heavily Vumera looking. Is it cracked or destroyed in any way? The imagery is, is pretty cracked, but you can still see that it is supposed to be a longbow. It's kind of the way that the ends are kind of branched out. It looks like the branches of a tree. You should check out the hammer one. It's pretty impressive, too. I'm sure it is, but Fumera's symbol here. I would be interested to find it. I'd be interested to find the hammer as well. This is an interesting room. Items of the gods. Now, if only we could find out what happened to him. Well... I guess that is something that we can attempt along the way. Fumera will guide us. She will show us the path through the woods to the appropriate spots that we need to be. I'm sure Yadamine will help us ring true in the right direction. You hear in the corner of the room, it's Inca just like, sorry, I felt somewhat sick for no reason. Uh, This place does have a weird air about it. Yes, that's the reason. Well, try not to get too sick. Why don't you focus on the crystal, and maybe less on Yadimin? Oh, he must be feeling ill. He can't quite say it right. I know, just, oh, terrible. Leuven, what are you doing? Hi, Leuven, I could use your help with the crystal. I'm momentarily looking at the painting associated with Ladir, just kind of giving it a thumbs up like, hey, buddy. And then, yeah, I'm... Passing by, going over to where the crystal was slotted previously. The imagery that seemed to be associated with Vladir was a rod that had a crescent moon head. But you go over to the end of the room opposite of the stairs you came up on. You recall the center of the room has kind of this raised platform with its own set of stairs up it. While the air still feels heavy to all of you in, in the varying ways, the kind of disconnect from Yadamin, the unnatural sense to the land for Elaine, and just the weight of kind of almost an oppressive sense of magic for Leuven. There is definitely kind of a more quiet to this room than last time. The air felt like it had a hum almost before, but now it's still. I kind of just start looking for the magical on switch, as it were. Well, I mean, you're looking around the room. You had the, the empty slot where the crystal would go on the opposite end. It's currently just a circular hole in the wall now. Can I examine whether it would be practical to just kind of it back in. Go ahead and roll investigation with advantage as you are studying that spot. 19. Between the two of you as you're studying the area, it looks like the crystal will go in perfectly fine. Well, I think we know what to do next. I'll give it a go. I'll hand it over to Leuven. Go ahead and roll an intelligence check to remember how exactly it was placed before, as the crystal itself has runes carved within it, and see if you can get the orientation right. Can I cast Guidance upon him? Since you are right there, I will allow it. All right. That would be a total of 25. You are 100% confident that you have put it in in the exact way that it was when you were last here. Right behind you, Leuven, you hadn't realized Demean was there, and he goes, All right, so now what? Ah, oh. Oh, sorry, I tend to be quiet. I have that effect on people. So it's right back in its place. I can try and identify it again, see if anything is changed within it. Yeah, let's go for it. All right, give me a minute here. Quick question, Tony, while they're doing that. 
by the door where we're standing on either side of the door, what are the two closest symbols? You see one that is a long sword with a shielded handle. You recall a little bit Lubin telling you that it seemed to be Arleos, god of justice, combat, war. On the other side, you see the plate armor with the spikes and the arms that are wrapped in chains, which you believe was Archon. Okay. Chaotic Equal Deity. And then Arleos is what alignment? Lawful Good. As I'm looking around, does it seem to go like Lawful Good in an order to progressively Chaotic Evil, essentially? For the most part, yeah. It seems to be going in an overall progression of from Lawful Good to Chaotic Evil, going like Lawful Good, Neutral Good, Chaotic Good. The ones that seem out of place a bit are... As they're not, like, in a line, they seem to be clustered around where the crystal is. But it's the white stuff with the spiked pommel, the onyx black kopesh, and the purple crystal. It's also near where you see a silver circlet, but you're a little uncertain as to who that is associated with as well. Okay. The lesser deities are more clustered together in particular areas, whereas the greater deities seem to go in a particular order of alignment. Okay. I was just curious. Seems like it's just organized the way that a, a pantheon might be described in a religious text, you know? Like, it's it's very orderly. But we're in Neverhelm, which was a dwarven and elven city primarily. So, I don't know, it seems kind of weird that they would have all these other deities if it was primarily dwarven and elven. I'd imagine the focus is more on each of these deities has an item associated with them that was made by the great smith of Neverhelm, more so than the elves and dwarves love all these deities equally. So they're more interested, you think, in the items than the actual deities? Yeah, I mean, this whole thing, the little placards we've seen throughout, it, it really seems like, you know, a tribute to these great works. And so it, it's coming at it from that angle rather than maybe a gathering place to worship the gods themselves. Demean kind of speaks up a little bit. Yeah, this definitely seems to be kind of a tribute to Avant. All of this does. His name is everywhere. His imagery is in several places. But Leuven, you're an artificer. How long do you think it would take you to craft a relatively simple magic item? Weeks to months? Let's see. Well, that spell that we made back in Asynthias took, I would say, about five, six days. Which was overall a simple magic item, right? It's not that high level. Something simple like that. Have you uh, ever delved into something slightly more complex, uh, a more uncommon magical item or something even rare, possibly? I mean, your bag of holding, that must have taken you a while to create, right? Oh yeah, especially since I was still learning. It's one of the first things I've made. I, I would say four or five months. So if it take you four or five months to make a still relatively simple magical item there are 23 24 items here of that's supposed to be like pinnacle aligned to a deity type of item that's at least what i'm getting from this room how long would that take do you think i imagine each one of these even for a master artificer would take years this is an impressive display of one's life's work if one person really made all of these. I don't think he did, but I think he knows about them. And I think the ones that actually have any sort of writing on them or description on them 
are ones maybe he actually did craft or tried to craft. Like tried to replicate? Maybe. Like the Soul Forged. That's one of the few things here that still has any sort of writing on it. It, it tells you how to create it, mind you, in super vague cryptic terms, but... To me, that's a really great insight, actually. The, the recipes really only apply to the dwarven artifacts, which would make sense given what we know about the smith. So some of these recipes are not here, maybe never were, is kind of what you're thinking? I'm wondering if, well, that Avantir never made them. Maybe they're like his bucket list. It's possible. Every answer that we find about this place is just going to generate five more questions, because, yeah, if he never made these things, then that creates a whole new question of how he would know that these were even theoretically possible, let alone if they existed. Well, what if these are items of the gods gifted to their followers? If this follows back when the deities were even more involved and their chosen ones... That could imply that maybe there would be other sites like this scattered around. Could that have been what the Spellweaver was after, to find the other sites? Is that what he might have been trying to use the crystal for? It's possible that we're even a step ahead. Well, we are now. He stares over at the dead body. I'm not sure, really, based on what Rydot was saying, how much he truly knew. All he knew was that, you know, these items were really powerful and he wanted the power but beyond that hard to say whether or not anyone has more pieces of this puzzle than we do and given the recipe just how complex it is to make the soul forged they would be a huge game changer if even one of these were ever found imagine someone finding all of them i doubt that you'd be able to use all of them but to have all of them or even a small group of people if they had all of these that would be a force to be reckoned with for sure if they are gifts of the gods. After they kind of start talking about like gifts of the god and stuff, I probably would have started tuning back out again. I would start looking at the floor at the top of that pedestal a little bit closer. Just looking to see if either there's anything that can move or anything that is like a map. Okay, roll perception. 22. Looking at the pedestal, you don't notice anything that can move. You notice that there definitely seems to be like an imprint of two boots on the ground, like where you had noticed before. You notice there seems to be an imprint of kind of a, a diamond shaped between the two boots. But one thing that you hadn't noticed before is directly above that diamond imprint is a symbol of what looks like five crystals that all meet at a central point on the ground. Okay. Auric, as you cast identify you learn that the crystal has the capability to cast the scry spell and upon the area that it described it can cast the spell magic negating any sort of arcane effect that would protect the area or the person from being scryed upon now the person can still attempt to resist the scry but spells that would protect them fail you learn that it can recharge however it is not recharging it still has only one charge gotcha do I get a sense or do I know what consequences there may be of using the last charge on it? The crystal would no longer have any charges and be unusable. Got it. I will relay this information. And now we're going to jump over to you, Nissa, as you are going to meet with your Shadow Wolf contact.
So you make your way back to the Low Hills District, to the Drunken Duck. It is real busy. You hear some shouts, but it doesn't sound like it's actually hostile in any way. It's more just like trying to get someone's attention. You slowly, like, kind of duck through some legs and get around some tables. And it's not too long before you notice a scrawny half-elf girl kind of moving about and trying and just scurrying every which way. How's it going, wench? There is, like, a pause. And slowly turning towards you, Aggie just sees you. Like, you see the tray of drinks she holds out, like, shake slightly, and she just kind of pops it on the counter and then just runs at you and, like, hugs you for a second. Whoa. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Like, where have you been? Like, you've been gone for so long. Are you okay? Like, are you... Oh, my... And she's, like, looking at you. You've got this, like, nasty scar, like, down your neck. What did you... Aw, Aggie, you were worried about me. I haven't seen you in so long, little one. Oh, it's nice to see I was so missed. I miss you too. I mean, <clears throat> she stands up straight and just, I thought you weren't going to call me wench anymore. And she like starts to walk away from you. Sorry, Aggie. Yeah. You don't want to hear my stories then? Can I not have a drink? No. She points to like a chair off in the corner that you can see. Okay, fine. So she continues to run around a bit. After a little bit, she does come over and you see that still that tray of drinks and one slips quickly onto your table. Shan't call you wench again, thank you. And continues to move along. At one point, she does finally, like, put the tray down. Like, Alright, so, news, tell me! Come on, come on, urchin, let's go! Don't call me urchin! Yeah, you call me wench! It's fair, and you dropped the scruffy this time, that was appreciated, so, yeah. I missed you, okay? It's a little more exciting with you around here. Well, not that it's not exciting, but just everybody keeps trying to, you know, say, hey, drinks! Hey, food. You at least pretend not to, like, just want food and drink. I don't just want food and drink. I like your company. Went. Right back at you, rat. All right, no, no, come on. Talk. Tell me stories. In as concise a manner as possible, I will fill her in on where I have been. And I may, you know, expand upon the stories a little bit, you know, and fill her in on how I got the scarf. She listens to the stories. A couple of times she's just like, yeah, I'll get it for you. Just wait. I never survive in woods like that, but, you know, always, well, with Ma the way she's been. Anyways. How, how is she? No better? In and out, thanks to some of the uh, medicine you've been able to acquire for me. I appreciate that. Anytime. I assume you're actually here to see Lyle and not me? I mean, I need to see Lyle. I want to see you. Aw, you're a sweet liar. Okay. <laughs> She starts to get up and you notice, like, suddenly there's a little, like, quarter loaf of bread on the table. And she just goes, alright, he's, uh, he's free right now. Go, off with you. You're the best. And she's like, I'm coming. He's like, take care of yourself, lovey. See me before you leave. And she'll wander off. Will do, you do. So you make your way towards the back room, I assume? Yep. You walk in, you notice at the table is Lyle all by himself, just making note after note, dealing with, like, so much paperwork in front of him, uh, half laying his blonde hair kind of still pulled back in the usual ponytail. It nearly reaches the ground by this point. Seems like he doesn't trim it as much as he used to. He looks also a little tired, a little more tired than normal, like he's just been busy and constantly doing things. Still just as dirty looking, though. Some things never change. <laughs> and uh, as you walk in, he 
just writing and writing, looking over some papers and switch some things around and doesn't notice you right now. Man, you need a haircut. Nah, jeez, this uh, at least like knockers. Oh my gosh, okay. Sorry. Um, I figured you'd come to see me. I hadn't heard you were in the city yet. Well, you know, I, I never like to announce my arrivals places. Yeah, that's true. Then sit. I see Aggie's already taken care of you. Yeah, she's a good girl. Yeah. Sit, sit, sit. What have you been up to? Adventuring, believe it or not. So, news. I got your initial report. Any luck on uh, anybody there that could, you know, spread our uh, reach? Unfortunately not. I, I had hoped, but um, kind of got kicked out of the city we're in. Your fault or your party's fault? It was a group thing, yeah. Oh, okay. I might have just assumed that uh, you might have snuck a few too many things, but what do I know on Cynthia's? Anyway. Hey, I snuck things. I did not get caught, okay? Good. Made some good coin out there, at least? I've made good coin now I'm back here. They don't really deal in coin, they trade, which is not... Yeah. Exactly. It's it's vile. I mean, you know the drill. And he kind of shuffles some of his paperwork together, and he gets some fresh parchment out. And he's like, alright, so, what can you tell me? Details. And he has his quill out, and seems to be waiting for you to explain what happened. Info dump. <laughs> Are you telling him everything? I've known Lyle a long time. I think I trust him, so I'd probably tell him everything. Okay. After a couple of hours of like him having to stop and get some more parchment. And then I nearly died again here, and then this happened, and then we walked on here. And Why were you fighting a construct that could cause you to get cooked? You want to eat the things being cooked, not be the thing being cooked. I know! Tell me about it! Okay, and he writes some more down. Okay, well, that explains the fresh scar you got going on the collar there. Yeah, right? Jeez. This is make me look tough. No, you definitely look like you survived something nasty, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. See, we did not expect that it would be that big of a deal. I mean, the fact that, you know, the Nephany cared so much about it was more why we kind of asked you to go out there. Yeah. A lot more going on over there. A lot more to that area than I think any of us thought or realized. Yeah, maybe we don't want to mess with that area too much. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason for all left all those years ago, so... Uh-huh. Might have been the right decision. Yeah. Alright. Well, I'm assuming then, since you're back in town, that your friend Erin got you back here. She did. Yep. So you know we're working with the Staff Federation for now. Or at least I'm working with the Staff Federation. Yeah, you want to fill me in on that? I mean, what? Alright, so long story short. No, I can't make this shorter than it is. He um, takes some of the papers and tucks them away and goes to the door that you entered into this room from and makes sure it's closed and checks the lock. Ooh. Then you see him start to look around the room a little bit and just scan the area and hops back onto the seat. All right, so you've been gone for a while. There's been some quiet little thefts going on around the city. Little things here and there, nothing like major, but enough that you know, who's getting blamed. It's not us. Not for these things. We have no interest in tomes unless they deal with, you know, helping us make more money. We'd be selling them back, or selling them to people who could get them back. You know how it is. Yeah. Well, looking at some of the information we have, 
we were able to find a common enemy that we and the Staff Federation might have. Apparently something got stolen from the Staff Federation recently, some sort of uh, series of tomes that they would like back. We found this group of cultists that are near a town called Mandeville to the south. I don't know if you've ever been there. That wasn't exactly on your journey, but <laughs> anyways, rumor has it some of these cultists have been sneaking into the city and stealing a few items here and there. Not sure what all of them are, but the tomes are some of them. And, well, part of the reason for my little sneaky going around, checking things out, locking the door, is we have a mole in our midst. You can't be a part of this. You were far away for far too long. And I'm very much not a part of this, as much as I've been grilled by the various wolves of our organization. But that's neither here nor there. I have been vetted and am trusted to kind of do some checking from basically anybody on my rank or below. There's no way that you're involved in this, but I want to do some checking in town to see if we can find out who this mole is. Okay. The rumor is this this cultist group has a contact, and that contact is whoever this person is. Now, I want to do my investigation here, but I need someone to check out where these cultists are based. That's where you come in. I thought it might be. This group has been stealing things from the city. Now, with the Staff Federations involved, they're not... The tomes are valuable, but not overly so, so they're not going to send, you know, like an archmage after them, but they are going to send your friend. Particularly because I requested your friend. Because I was hoping the two of you would be able to come back. Because I need someone I can trust in this. Gotcha. See, your friend's going after the tomes, and they're supposed to be some sort of research or journal or something or other. I don't know why it's important. Maybe find out. It might be of interest to us. You never know. But I need you to find out who that contact is in our organization. Okay. Big news. Yeah. Now, we do have a contact over in Mandeville uh, that you can get in touch with. Leo Dighton. Leo. He runs the, the tavern there, the Slaughtered Eagle. He's worked with us before. He's not a member of the group, but he's a solid contact and, and helps us out if we need in it for the money. I get that. You know, he can only make so much money in a little town like Mandeville. I mean, they, I think they're like, uh, they deal with leatherworking and some gardening and herbalism stuff. I don't know, there's a big forest nearby, then they use the trees and help to manufacture things like that. They work with wood. But, uh, do the job. You can get find us the contact, and there may be, um, less maybe in the form of pay, but maybe something in more of a magical reward for you. Ooh! I found some gloves that might be of interest to you. Tell me more. You know how we like to get into places? This can make things easier. Now, the specifics of which I, I'm holding on to them just because, you know, payment for the job. You can always go the coin route. We can do that. But I figured you might like something to help you along the way instead. I'm liking the sound of these gloves, Lyle. They're nice gloves. Also, people might not realize you're wearing them. Sneaky gloves. I'm sold. I want them, Lyle. <laughs> Excellent. That's the payments once this is done, though. Deal? Deal. All right. So, I know Staff Federation always takes some time and then does some research on the place, but apparently this group is hidden somewhere in the forest near Mandeville. Some rumors of it being a haunted forest. I have had enough with forests. Why forests? 
you have more experience than most of us recently. <laughs> Look, you're someone I can trust, Nissa. You haven't been here, so you, there's no suspicion on you. This started only in the past month or so. Okay. You've been gone for, what, six months? Almost a year? Yeah, about that. Spend some time. So, honestly, the higher-ups trust that you are not involved in this, because you were nowhere near here. That's a relief. I would not want to be grilled by the higher-ups. But, hey, you never know. Doing this job? Well, after the information you got us on that crystal, this could get you to uh, a good step in the direction of being a fang. Which is always more perks, and means more pay on the higher jobs. Yes! I know you like more pay. Oh yeah. So, do you have any questions for me, Nissa, before I send you off to do what you do best? Are you getting some rest? No. I get as much as I can. You look tired, dude. When you have someone feeding information that's in your own group that's supposed to be like a family and take care of each other, sometimes you use, uh, you gotta be quiet about how to get to them, so... I'm just being quiet and careful. I know. I get it. Look, I've got Aggie here kind of keeping an eye on things, and old Colbane is ready to beat up anybody that tries anything. You know how he is. I do know how he is, yes. <laughs> so, worst case, that's when I tend to sleep, is when both of them are here and I can actually sleep. Good. Make sure you are doing. Do what I can. But right now, a lot of work, so tell you what. The sooner you can find out who this guy is, the sooner I can sleep more. Oh, no pressure or anything. Thanks, Lyle. He has a big mischievous grin on his face. I give his arm like a little bit of a punch. <laughs> All right. Well, take care of yourself, Nissa. Let us know and report in whenever you can. And I will. You can find this guy. Bonus points if you can take care of him. Off you go. And he just kind of leans back in his chair. <laughs> yes, boss. Bye. Bye. And I assume you venture out. Yep. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules is Written or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to me at dm at dndraw.com. Also subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. And I hope to see you next time in the world of Ostia.